Sandlight, directed by Steven Spielberg. Episode six, here we are. We only have a few more episodes remaining because summer is waning. Oh, and, uh, that rhymed. <laughs> did I say it? Oh, remaining and waiting. waiting. Yeah. It wasn't even on purpose. Yeah. Very Dr. Seuss of you. Mm, Thank you. Ryan Seuss. <laughs> uh, so we have just a few more episodes left. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been looking forward to this one for Mary's been how many years this. have we been doing this? <sighs> Are you serious? I freaking love this movie. Like, is it good? No. But is it good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a family classic. So we're going I from. I when I watch it's it. It's a caper movie. No, it's not a caper <laughs> <laughs> there are hijinks that ensue. All right. I just want to say that to make you I mad. Want, I want you to know that hijinks uh, added together does not equal on yes, We can't have this yes, argument again. <sighs> but in case people don't know, what are we watching today? Mamma Mia. Yep. It's going to be great. I'm really, really Ryan's face excited. is in the microphone. I don't know about you guys, but I'm know. feeling like a dancing queen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, just looking silence. at you like you're speaking a different language. I'm quoting ABBA. Abba, I do know they have songs in this movie. That, yep, they sure do. Okay, well, okay, right, including the title. We Mama finally Mia. have Is Mama uncovered Mia the name of an Abba. Abba, Abba. Yes. Oh boy, that's the song that I keep singing. I know this. Is that the name of the song, Mama Mia? Mama Mia. Okay. But it's a movie musical, so there are multiple songs. Not to spoil it for you, but Mamma Mia is not when the only When you say song musical, you mean like the like, like they the people sing, sing? It's not like there's the good songs in the background. Like nope. the people are singing. The people are singing. Have think, you seen a musical before? I don't before? think any I movie have. with just songs in the background is called a musical. <laughs> That's just called movie That's having a track. Well, mm. sure. So this, <sighs> that we finally have uncovered, shockingly, a movie that Ryan has not seen. It is Mamma Mia. I guess I'm not surprised that you haven't seen this one, but, ooh, it's so good. All right, well... <sighs> Ryan. Do I know anyone in this movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, lots of people. You probably know every single Star person studded. in this movie. It really is. There's a ton of celebrities. There's at in least movie. five celebrities in here that you know. That I know? Yes. yes. This is an English speaking film. Yes. Do you, what? Do were you, you know, expected to, do you know a lot of foreign language oh, stars? I didn't know if it was like an Italian movie. No, I already said in the last thing that it takes place in Greece. Oh, I should have used, see? I need to go back and listen to those. Mm. Okay, so it's a Grecian movie. <laughs> It is an American movie that is takes Greece place in Greece. Greek. Greek. Oh my god! I'm embarrassed for you. This man is an adult. He is, he is an adult human man with a wife and two sons that he keeps alive. At a church where our main text is somewhat written in Greek. Ryan's over a lot of communications here too. Ryan's the one who taught me what I know about communication, and he just found out that Greek is a language. Greece the language? They still speak Greek, yeah? Do they speak Greece in there? <laughs> That's embarrassing. Okay. This is not Do you want going me well to so entice you with the stars of this movie and you could tell this me what it's what about? This is the nightmare of me thinking about what a bad podcast would be. <laughs> this right here? Beginning with, we're watching a musical and I just asked if Greece was a language. <laughs> oh, that is a nightmare because it's super embarrassing. Do you want me to entice you with some of the stars I of this cast? I would love to know who's in this movie. Amanda Seyfried. From Mean Girls. From Mean Girls. Karen. She's Karen. She's also Cosette and Les Mis. 
She is in Karen Dear John. So the one she's who can tell when it's one? raining. Her boobs can tell when it's oh, raining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She's in it. Meryl Streep is in this movie. You've heard Meryl. Of her. Mm-hmm. We love Meryl. We do. We, oh, of course we do. Meryl from Devil Wills Prada. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> Don't Were you underwater when you said that? <laughs> How come my words are broken? <laughs> the words <laughs> broken. I don't know if I've ever seen Colleen left that hard. I don't think I want his podcast. <laughs> well, guys, it took... Five seasons and eight episodes into this one, but we finally broken them. <laughs> I don't think I want a podcast anymore. <laughs> okay. Uh, I keep going. Okay, you need another star. All right, so this Meryl, one is the Meryl's in it. Meryl Streep is in it from the Little Worst I'm, I'm, I'm only never gonna listen to this. This one. This episode is gonna just go straight to the vault. <laughs> The next star is Pierce Brosnan. Oh. James Bond is in this movie. Dante's Peak is <sighs> biggest hit. Dante's Peak is Inferno. in Greece. Um, <laughs> <sighs> Colin Firth is okay. in this movie. Colin Firth from The King's Speech? Yes. I said those you're words. Really, you're really trying hard now. And then Stellan Skarsgård, who is the dad of Alexander Skarsgård, who you might know from um, Big Little Lies. Which is my one you of my said favorite shows. Three words. I do not know. <laughs> you don't know who the scars guards are? Scars guards? Yeah. Sounds like you're making up words to They're confuse like a me. They're like famous celebrity family. The scars guards. I don't know. Look it up. Is it written the same way that Jessica BL is written? Oh my gosh. Okay, this is the cover. I want you to tell me what you think it's about. So in this this image here, there is there's an old lady sitting on what appears to be a I believe she goes by Meryl Streep. That's Meryl? Wait, which haircut. one are you Go talking about? Cut. Oh, no, that's Talk- one of her friends. Okay. I didn't tell you her name because I don't think you'll know who she is. All right, is. so someone is getting married, <clears throat> it appears, and then there is an elderly lady, and then another elderly lady, and then three older gentlemen all kind of dancing together. So this seems like it's a wedding movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, this young lady is getting married. This is the Amanda girl you were mentioning. Yes, all I'm right. really shocked that you're acting like she's not a super famous I person. I don't know who Amanda's... Seyfried. Okay, I was going to go Seyfried, but that's... You sure it's Seyfried? No. We'll go with whatever you say. You know how I am with words today. <laughs> uh, Pierce Broughton is in here. He looks like he's... Uh... All right, so this... I feel like this is going to be like a Greek version. Nope, because that's already... Like my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is this a prequel? I feel like I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, Ryan, you're doing great. Yeah. All right, is it a prequel? I don't think it's, it's related to it. It doesn't look like they need the same people. But it looks like it is a Greek wedding. So I'm going to say that this young lady is getting married. Ah, oh, so this is going to be like, <laughs> oh. oh, yes, I figured this out. Okay, <laughs> this is a Father of the Bride type movie. Okay. Uh, where Steve, the Steve Martin dad character is this, is Pierce Brosnan. And so it's his daughter who's getting married, and his crazy family's coming in town to Greece. It's a remote wedding. Yeah. Uh, her husband is not in this picture, though. So Where is he? I do not know. I think he left her at the altar. And then Ooh. instead of getting married, they have a family vacation. Okay, Ooh. so like, oh, that's a bummer, but we're all here. But we're all here, so let's make the most of it yeah. and sing a couple songs. <laughs> Mary. That's what I think it I is. mean, so good I job. I feel like Mommy of the Movie, a wedding story uh, that... Has uh, a dark cloud with a silver lining. Why do you think it's called? Line. Why do you think it's called Mamma Mia? Well, Colleen, the song Mamma Mia is in the movie. Okay, it's an but, ABBA song. But go on. 
That is the. That is, you think because the song Abba. is in the movie, they just name the whole movie Mama Mia. the same the song? Oh, like, Mama oh. Mia. oh, like it's like a like it's, it's a thing they say like ah oh, Mamma Mia. Yeah, that's an Italian thing though, so that doesn't make as much sense. It, it says take a trip not. down the aisle, you'll never forget. <laughs> that's what the tagline is. Yep. So that's what I go with. I don't know why it's called Mamma Mia. I think they all just sing songs. Maybe like um like the family grew up singing Abba or whatever, and then to make the girl happy that um her husband left her. her husband left her. They sing her a song, and then mm. the whole thing is just like a family vacation where they're That's singing sweet. songs together. And yeah. the whole crazy clan is there Uncle Larry and his wife Janice, and then Ooh. Crazy Paul. <laughs> crazy Paul. You notice, a lot, you notice okay. a lot of Ryan's um, summaries involve like family vacations. <laughs> yeah. I think Ryan needs to take a trip. I probably need a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> that, that definitely tracks. Okay, well, I think that you are have a lot to look forward to because you're very incorrect. Is Bradley Cooper? Dominic no, Cooper. Dominic Cooper. <laughs> You know him. You know we all love love it. And if you don't love it, we can chase it off with the Divorce Portal. Let's watch it. (laughs) Mamma mia. Here we go again. My, my. Did I get those words correct? Mamma mia. Does it show again? My, my. Just how much I miss. That was like Bohemian Rhapsody a little bit. Mamma mia, mamma mia, mamma mia, let me go. Let it Beelzebub. go. No, I don't think that's the right part. Beelzebub? Beelzebub, like from the Bible? the devil, and it sights for me. Okay. For me. Wrong movie. For Wrong me. Wrong artist. <laughs> Abba. Abba. Not, not queen. queen. Abba father. <laughs> We're <good>. back. <laughs> and what a time we oh. had. Oh my. Mary had the best of times. I actually did. I watched this. Oh. I watched this with Haley. And first of all, I told her, I was like, I got to watch Mamma Mia this weekend for Movie Bin. And she was like, oh, let's watch it together. Like, she was <laughs> so excited, which warmed my heart. But huh. then we watched it. And I was like, honestly, Haley, this time I was watching it looking for reasons not to like it. And all I found was more reasons <laughs> to like it. <laughs> like, every, the first time, I'd like to go officially on record huh. and say that the first time I watched this movie, I thought it was the stupidest movie I had ever seen really? in my life. So it gets better over time, you're saying? Oh, yeah. Okay. It really does. As you well, learn to let go hmm. of any sense of pretension and, like, uh, looking for a reason not to like it, basically. Like, I originally thought that it was very cheesy, which it is. That's okay. And I thought the singing was terrible, which some of it is. But now, I most of the time when I watch it, like, it just makes me feel good. Like, well, I truly just have learned to embrace it and enjoy it. That's great. Mm. When I told... <laughs> 
when I told Ashley ahead, we were watching it, Ashley has decided, my wife Ashley has decided this is her favorite season because we're watching some of her all-time favorites. And she told me, so you can you can take this for what it's worth. One of her top ten favorite movies just to put on in the background and enjoy is Mamma Mia. So oh, she sat down. She's like, are you kidding me? Mamma Mia? Yes. I'll watch it. Let's go right now. So I think, I think that's so interesting that this is her favorite season because I've realized over the course of these first few episodes that like the like... <laughs> Go ahead. The like mean like uh, rating of these movies is <laughs> like a forty five percent. They are pretty low. The Rotten like, Tomatoes scores pretty poorly were... rated classics. For we're being we're classics. hoping Jaws brings up Jaws, the general. Average. Jaws is high. Very high. Yeah. Uh, the rest not not, not as, much as much as you would think. This one's a fifty four percent though. That's what was Sandlot? Was Sandlot was, it's like in the 60s. It wasn't even that high. Oh. Yeah, it's, I was a little hurt offended. That was a deep cut. 54, do you feel like that's about right where this should be at? I was, on one hand, shocked that it got a 54 because that's really high. <laughs> and on the other hand, I was like, how did this only get a 54? It you. is flawless cinema. <laughs> flawless. Well, let's, we'll do a little background mm-hmm. and then we'll get to the, uh, the plot summary. Mm-hmm. So a 2008... Classic uh, musical, classic rom-com. cinema, classic. <laughs> you know, it didn't it didn't list classic and many of the things that I read. I feel like we took a bit of a, a shift away from it. The, um, <laughs> really wound up on that shift. <laughs> <laughs> I really wound up on it. We shift. Took, shift. We took a hard turn from uh, the you know the prestige and renown of jaws yeah right into uh mama mia Your which point is I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> it was directed by a lady whose name i'm not I confident i think it is um Felidia. F- no there's no second i in there Flidia. i think it's felita felita oh, oh i bet you it's felita like phyllis Felita? Felita. I don't think we're saying this correctly. <laughs> no, you just said a different name than I said. Flightia Lloyd. That's what we'll say. Miss call her Miss Lloyd. We'll call her Miss Lloyd. Miss Lloyd. Miss Lloyd. She uh has only ever other directed. I don't think that's <laughs> you know from she's, the top. She's only ever no, other directed. I hope no English teachers are listening to this episode. <laughs> Okay, one more time from the top. Sponsored by Speak and Spell. Speak and Spell. Touch type tutor. Uh, <laughs> Flelilia Lloyd. Her second movie she directed. The next one she directed was The Iron Lady, also starring Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Yeah. Should uh, I have heard of that movie? Huh? Should I have heard of that movie? It was about, it's about Margaret uh, Thatcher. Ma- yeah, Margie. Margie. Oh. Maggie Thatcher. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. Margie. My God. <laughs> You want me to take this We're one? We're getting worse every The reason episode. that um, Madame oh, Lloyd man. was the one who directed this movie is because she actually directed it on Broadway. And she did such a good job. And Meryl Streep loved it so much on Broadway that they decided that she would they direct said, the Get Flalinia on the phone. Well. I need her to direct this. Because was it, it right. It doesn't, idea or Meryl's idea? I was going to say, it doesn't seem like this is Meryl's so type. It doesn't. Well, Meryl Streep saw this this show on Broadway in 2001 and with her daughter, and she just absolutely loved it and wrote to them and was like, thank you so Like, the world needs a reason to just smile right now because it was right after 9-11. Not like, it, you know, obviously that's a coincidence. But she was like, this just brought me so much joy, and I loved the way that you guys did it, and it's so awesome. So there's not like a direct correlation to her seeing that that I know of and then them making the movie but I think that they kind of felt like they had a bit Meryl of Streep writes you a letter mm. and says I, lo- I love this you're like yeah we're gonna yeah, we're yeah, gonna make get, this get a movie right. I, look for that. I 
fun fact, did not know this was a Broadway. Uh, I mean, I think until like, right now. No, I knew it, but I was watching it, and Ashley told me she's like, "This was on Broadway." I was like, "Oh, yeah." I do think now I remember seeing like signs for it in New York, but yeah, I did not make the initial. It was direct Broadway first, and then it was turned into a movie after that. As probably our most musical movies we've seen, I'd imagine. I don't know. Ever? No, because I'm sure The Greatest Showman was not a musical on Broadway first. No, it was not on Broadway first. There's like musicals made for film Mm -hmm. and then musicals on Broadway. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they take the reverse direction where they're made for film and then go to Broadway. Wasn't Hairspray a movie that turned into a musical that turned back into a movie? Um... I don't know. <laughs> don't quote me on that. Again, on. all right, back it to stars, uh, Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried. Close enough. There's, you know, names are difficult. Amanda Seyfried. Not that hard. Stellan Skarsgård, uh, Pierce Brosnan, Colin Firth. That's pretty much everybody you know. Meryl Other than Merle. Yeah, old Merle. Merle. <laughs> we talked about these uh, lovely people in the first part. Mm-hmm. I recognized them uh, in the movie. Yeah. So there was that. Um, <laughs> you know what these people have been in. Yep. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Uh, what other movies has he been in, Mary? Uh, Mamma Mia 2. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can the, look it up at home. You you can figure it out. He's in it's Good Will Hunting. It actually is a star He's in Good Will Hunting. But they had Remember? Meryl. The scarf guy. Mm-hmm. They had Meryl who signed on first, and I think that that's what attracted most of the big names. Yes. In fact, Colleen heard a fun fact about Pierce Brosnan, which I thought was hilarious. He didn't know what he was signing up for. Which makes a lot of sense. But... <laughs> Again, if you hear that Meryl Streep's in a movie and is being shot in Greece, mm-hmm. I would say most people will probably be yeah. like, a hundred percent, I'm doing no questions asked. He had a crush on her when they were in school together, <sighs> well, and so cute. he was like, "If Meryl Streep's in the movie, were I'll they do in it. school together?" I mean, you said just said that, but like, what I mean, that's level what he referred to. I would assume. I know that she went to Yale for drama, and so I guess I would assume that, but I'm not sure. I just know that he was quoted as saying, "Like there was that girl that I always had a crush on in drama class." Well, that's very oh, sweet. that's adorable. Mm-hmm. It is uh, very sweet. But that's that's pretty much it. You know the people. Um, yep. May you want to give us a, a brief? You plot. know the plot is what it is. But go for it. <clears throat> okay. Well, with that wind up, how could I go wrong? It is what it is. Is a, a ringing endorsement from Ryan. <laughs> Um, Sophie Sheridan, played by Amanda Seyfried, is 20 years old and about to be married. Having her father at her wedding is the only thing missing, so upon finding her mom's journal from the summer she got pregnant, she invites all three potential dads to her wedding, claiming that she will know him when she sees him. Her spunky and endearing mother, Donna, played by Meryl Streep, owns and manages a hotel in Greece and is shocked and less than thrilled to come across former flames Sam Carmichael, Harry Bright, and Bill Anderson in her goat house. Hijinks and songs ensue in the final 24 hours before Sophie and Skye's wedding as she tries to figure out who her father is in an attempt to finally feel whole and ready to be married. Instead, she ends up overwhelmed and makes me cry while her mom comforts her and helps her get ready for her wedding to the song um, Slipping Through My Fingers. She decides that her mom will walk her down the aisle and they leave for their pilgrimage up a mountain to the church. But before Donna can start the hike, she's stopped by Sam, played by Pierce Brosnan, who claims that he has loved her all these years and came back for her after leaving Greece to go home to his fiance years ago. Wow, what a miscommunication. (laughs) Wow, that's on him. At the top of the hill in the church, Sophie's fine finally gotten the perspective she was hoping that she'd find in knowing who her father is by realizing that she had everything she needed all along and her dads Mm. are just a bonus. They decide collectively that they all love her and don't need to know whose daughter she is um, by blood. 
And Sophie decides that she and Skye should postpone their wedding until they feel ready. The paint isn't even dry on that decision before Sam proposes to Donna, <laughs> wow. and they hijack the wedding for themselves. Although everyone seems thrilled about this because Donna's great and deserves to be happy after all these True. years. They dance Donna's and enjoy great. their reception all evening, so much so that they end up opening up a crack in the patio that they refer to as Aphrodite's Fountain, a sign that love is here to stay. The end. Mary, that wow. was a fantastic summary. I didn't even have to look at cues when I wrote this because I've seen it so many times. <laughs> She's like, I've got this. Down. I like looked it up on IMDb because I was gonna try to write it the other day while I was watching, and I was just purely enjoying it. So just taking it all in. This morning, I was like trying to gather my thoughts, and I was like, I'll just, I'll just copy paste something from IMDb, and then I started, and I was like, Nope, I think I got this one. Well, there it is, and I would say the plot is. More of a background vehicle for uh, mm-hmm, the music. everything else. Yeah. I think that when you factor in that this was a stage production that was adapted to be a movie, it makes a lot more yes. sense that it's the the plot is wound around the songs, not the other way around. I it through once I found that out. Yeah. Because I didn't really know what to expect. Um, yeah. Do you want him I, to say his three nice things? Now? I have that three would nice be great. Let's, 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 do, let's start that with that. I have good. three very nice things to say. Okay. One, whenever I saw Meryl Streep for the first time, I said, Meryl Streep is so wonderful. She is. She is very versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, spry. Spry. Her cute little overalls. Yeah, so and adorable. the splits that she does in the air. She's fantastic. That's actually her. This is very that's impressive. That's like not some stunt double that did the splits. She just did it spontaneously. Do you know how old she is when she filmed this? Um, Nope. I'll approximately 12 years younger than uh, this current right age. Yeah. So we'll have to do some age math. I'll look it up. But my number two thing. So I love Meryl. Number two, I love Meryl's Jeep in this movie. Yeah, that her, is really her cool. Her truck is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and my third thing is, while it is unbelievably campy mm-hmm. and cheesy yeah. and all those things, I don't think it is trying to be anything but that. No. And it looks like everyone is having a really good time making it. Like, I, I don't think anybody hear, is making, did. like, here to cash a check for mm-hmm. this one. So, yeah, that I like right. how committed everybody was to. I like that, too. Even though they aren't stage people, other no. than Meryl, like, everybody else is pretty B or C or D level singers well, and dancers. And I mean, the her two friends are both very famous from... Ah. Like Christine Baranski, Tanya, the the taller one, she is like Broadway famous, gotcha. which See? I think that theatrical air kind of comes across in her. But Nothing yeah, as far Broadway as the main characters people. are concerned, for sure. But it did seem like they they were all in on it. Like they didn't feel like like I like how it didn't take itself as seriously as maybe like Greatest Showman or right. La La Land or these other mm-hmm. musicals. It was just kind of it just like, was what it was. We know this is ridiculous on premise alone that well, this is a musical using the songs of a Swedish pop disco band set in Greece. Right. It's an Italian name with English and American <laughs> actors set in Greece using <clears throat> Swedish songs. So take so, from that what you will. It's an international sensation. It is. It is a melting pot. <laughs> it's a melting pot. pot yes. It uh, actually maybe, maybe not the soup you want, but like it is the soup you got. wildly successful internationally. It was the, the highest the grossing movie for, in England f- mm-hmm. for years. It was. It set the rec- Like it broke the record for highest grossing film of all time in in the UK until like I the one of the stars 
Star Wars that has come out since then broke it. But um, it had a $52 million budget and grossed $609 million worldwide. Travel. I was going to say, because there's nothing like super (laughs) extravagant uh, outside of like just how Greece looks. (laughs) (laughs) To me, it feels a little like the. It was definitely a talent budget. It feels like the. It is Meryl. Oh, Meryl's. Meryl was half that budget. Of that price tag. Meryl uh, also, and Pierce Brosnan, Colin Firth, like they're they're big stars. Like I'm sure and that that's a huge part of it. Meryl was 59 when she filmed that, which good. is pretty impressive to see her like run around. Like I mean, not like that that's that old, but like she just felt so young to me in that yeah, movie. Yeah, she did feel very Bounced young. Around, yeah, had a good time. Mm-hmm. The splits. It feels like, and I'm saying this in a nice way. Sure. A musical version of those. Adam Sandler vacation movies where he takes all his friends to make a movie in Hawaii for yeah, fun. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're, sure. you nailed it in saying that it is very campy, but it's not trying to be anything other than yeah. a fun movie. And I that think that they true. held the integrity of the show well in that Have the show the is also. Um, no. I, I mean, I've, I've seen like, like parts of it, but I ha- I'd never sat down and watch it. But from what I understand, that is like it is supposed to be like a big, fun, light, happy thing, and it felt like it carried the integrity of that through to the movie. But yeah, like you're, are you going to be emotionally enriched from it? Probably only if you're me, because I think that <laughs> you this cried is, in this movie. I well, well emotionally the, enriched could yeah. mean a lot of things, right? I actually do cry during the scene where her mom's helping her get ready for her wedding, like that, like feeling of wanting everything to go right so bad and wanting things to fall into place and everything needs to be perfect, and then getting very overwhelmed and just wanting your mom, like. I relate to that. Sure. And then so when she, her mom is just being so nice to her, I'm going to cry right now. Look oh my at her. gosh. Are you so I have big tears in my eyes. This is insane. Well. I can't believe I'm crying about Mama Mia. <laughs> 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 but I just love that like her mom is just, they have such a good relationship and it reminds me of me and my mom. And so whenever I watch it, I cry. And when Actually, we watch it together, movie, so I can we see double that cry. I get that. You, you and your mom both cry? Yeah. <laughs> I don't because know if my mom's her, seen this. Like, the, all of the words to that song about like her mom singing about watching her grow up and how time passes so slow and so fast at the same time. Yeah, um, I feel that right it, now. I just think it's like so sweet that her mom would get to have that moment with her on her wedding day when they've both kind of been running around so busy and so preoccupied by other things. Mary so watches movies differently than we do, I think. <laughs> she does. It seems like she's but finding the, the, she the second finds, or third layer. She does, and I'm pretty much just like, I think, <laughs> a top layer. Like, like, it looks <laughs> like these wardrobes are taken out of the Britney Spears Crossroads movie. That's true. Well, this is supposed to be taking place in like 2000. The Based board, on the timeline. As soon as her friends get off the boat, I'm like this. Y'all, this, these clothes are terrible. Well, it's not is, even a right, fashion guy. So it's just like, these clothes are bad. So, so First of all, it was, was like, made in 2008, and that was a terrible time for fashion. Second of all, it gaucho takes place pants. in like 2000. It was gaucho pants. I don't yeah. know if you noticed like that they didn't really use cell phones or, That's and they point. talked about getting, they were going to get the in like on the line, like meaning online. Because oh, the, yeah. the internet oh. was still relatively new at I, the time. I get that now. Yeah, that's all because it takes place in the early 2000s. But here's the other component that I think is emotionally enriching that I've only now, like, watched. Take, talk about some of the issues after like the 50th time. Yeah, then we could talk about the issues. This movie, you can tell, I think, that it was both written and directed by women because it is such 
a like girl power movie in the sense that both of them have really strong female friendships Donna and Sophie both have their girls that they rely on for everything all of them are very strong independent women this movie is very um sex positive like they don't make it seem like the fact that Donna had three flings in one summer is a big deal or a small deal it just kind of is what it is and I like that it's treated that way like it's not like oh my gosh I found my mom's journals and she's like so like having this skanky right she has this strong opinion about her but instead she's just like yeah she's my mom this is just the way that it is I could have any of these three dads and that doesn't really like mean anything so I think that it's interesting that that doesn't really need to be a talking point that shows that it's like really progressive to me and um I also think that at the end when they both find that like they're okay by themselves and then it's just a bonus that they find love and more fulfillment beyond that I think it's just really nice as far as like you know being a girl is concerned like they end up wanting to be with the men in their lives not like feeling like they have to be or like um, yeah they're forced to be with them just because the fact that she last minute is like let's not get married I used to not understand that I was like well what's the point of this movie then and then now watching it I like that she feels like she's free from this like obligation to do something a certain way just to like set a different like life path for herself instead she's like no this I want to do what feels right for me and I know this person loves me and supports me and ends up being like kind of a douchebag in the second movie but like she's she's not very likable in the first one he's pretty awful I just feel like I was gonna list of my least favorite parts of this movie I'm glad you brought that up because I was gonna ask you that I was like are we supposed to like him because I don't I think, I don't you're think really I really supposed to ever care liked about him. him. Like he doesn't seem crazy likable, but ultimately Donna and Sophie and the other women that are in this movie are very much like I know who I am and I'm going to make decisions for myself. Gotcha. And I just really like that, that as a as a woman watching the movie. But Sky, I don't know. Like I think He's I've gone back garbage. and forth on him so much. He just kind of seems like a guy. Like he he seems like somebody that a 20-year-old would fall in love with. I guess so. Cuz she is super young. Yeah. He's terrible the whole time. <laughs> I read though I agree that with Amanda Suffride. I'm okay. not safe for you. Just call safe her Sophie. Sophie. And that guy actually like got together afterwards mm-hmm. for like three years. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. And he they that. actually cheated on their significant others well, that's with not each as other. Romantic. Not yeah. Cool. He had been with his girlfriend for thirteen years. Oh, wow. very Pierce so he's Brosnan, a real life or, uh, very too. Sam of them. <laughs> so he didn't have to uh, <laughs> having yeah. a real he didn't life real life a whole lot. He's kind of already terrible. I mean Sure, but his song of with all of the guys in the flippers, I, um, I freaking love okay. that song. Okay, so that is that, when I texted you guys that was the exact scene where I said, I wish I could see Ryan watching this movie when the flipper, I love them dance, dancing down the dock in their flipper. Like, I just giggle every single time where did they with their strongman poses. It's his bachelor they party. They came out of the ocean like they were, it was a D-Day beach. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> suspend reality here. Oh, you gotta suspend reality for the whole thing. <laughs> Do. Those poor guys that had to shoot that scene. Every uh, time I think of... Like, unbelievable. Oh my gosh, Ridiculous. but I think that that is just like the funniest of all of the scenes because it's so dramatic. And you're right, it's so ridiculous that they're just like crawling out of the ocean. It was un- <laughs> unbelievable. I was already kind of like, you know, I was trying to enjoy the movie. I yeah, know. I appreciate but that. But that part was, I was like, this is ridiculous. And <laughs> this guy's also awful. I didn't yeah. like him from the jump. And He's- then... Not he didn't want to get married in the first place, and he was very excited about his bachelor party, which I guess is like stereotype guy. But yeah, you're like these girls have such good layers to them. Mm-hmm. How come they couldn't get a That's guy? That's probably true. That she actually 
that you could see her with. I don't know if it would have been too much to ask to care about the mom, the daughters, the mom's friends, and all three dads. I didn't really and care Sky. about the mom's friends. Well, especially Sophie's friends. But I didn't care about Sophie's friends. The other two friends. But you do I was care about Donna's by. friends. I don't care that much about the Donna's aunts? friends. The aunts I love were great. Them. They were fine. I never got like at the end when the small one sings "Take a Chance on Me." That uh, one is so funny to me. She's funny, but I don't know. Like I didn't. I wasn't like invested. Where I'm like, I hope Bill really ends up. You know, they felt yeah, like taking like, a um, chance with her. Great little comic additions, but yes. not necessary. They like, are it's supposed all about to add some of that. Levity. Meryl and Sophie. What's yeah. Meryl's name? Donna. Donna. Mm-hmm. And. I did, I'm just a little confused on the timelines, though, because Sophie's best friends are Scottish and Australian. Mm-hmm. She's engaged to a British man, but she's lived at this Greek Greek hotel for her whole she life. She met Sky because he was traveling to Greece. Gotcha. They like say that on at vacation. one part. Like, oh, okay. yeah, he's like he had been traveling around, and he stopped his plans once they met. Gotcha. I think he mentions that like towards the end of the movie or something. Her friends, though, no idea. They like vaguely reference that maybe they would have met like in school or something. In, like, boarding school, yeah, have maybe. To. She's only twenty. I mean, that's yeah. like there's only a place to meet him. There's not that many many places a whole lot of life that they could have. Yeah, no. But I don't know because you could say the same thing about Donna in that one of her friends is American and the other friend is not American and she moved to Greece when she was 20. Because her, she wasn't allowed to go home or something? Right? No, she was vacationing there and she met, um, I think she met Sam first? No, maybe she met Harry first. I don't know. She met one of them and that's how she got to Greece. And then you got to watch the sequel. Uh, there is <laughs> so it's, all absolutely of this is no chance. <laughs> but basically she ended up staying in Greece because she found out she was pregnant and gotcha. she didn't want to go home because her mom was terrible. Her mom is played by Cher in the second movie, oh. who was actually um, supposed to play Tanya, the taller, like, uh, The lady from The Grinch. Friend. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, among other things. Um, she was supposed to play Tanya, and she couldn't because she had a tour conflict. But wouldn't that have been? Oh, wow. That would have been, been a lot. You so, wanna, do you know there's a, a lot of other alternate castings? We did talk about some of those before you got here, May. We Colleen were, heard a couple we of were, them. I know. I don't, I'm trying to remember what they are now. Oh, I just know for Sophie. We'll start with her just because I can remember. Mm-hmm. Amanda Bynes. Yes. Rachel McAdams. Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley? She I didn't even see that one. Well, she was attached to it originally in the beginning, but I don't know how far along in the process. And Emmy Rossum's the other one that I know yeah, about. She was in Phantom is. of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera or um, what's the disaster Shameless. movie? Um, oh, Dante's no, she's not. Nope, nope, nope. Day after tomorrow. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's Pierce. I like how Mary goes Phantom of the Opera and you're like, mm, day after tomorrow. <laughs> Very clearly, we're very not kind of have a split. <laughs> but I case. can't imagine it being anyone other than Amanda Seyfried. Amanda Bynes would have been awful. She would have been. This would have been a completely different type of movie. It would have <sighs> felt like What a Girl Wants, where she yeah. goes to find her dad, and it's Colin Firth. Yeah, there's a lot of the same I characters. I've seen that movie. I'm glad there's a whole genre of movies I haven't. Uh, I don't think into. you'd love What a Girl Wants, but I don't think that so movie Just was like my favorite. Title. It has and Kelly Preston. Mm, Bynes in it. Love her. Rest in peace. Um. Colleen, you were telling me uh, a minute ago that one of your, well, I think it was this morning, but one of your biggest issues with it were were how the dads acted. Yeah. Like, they were all totally fine, one, just being there. <laughs> right. That <laughs> like, was a little of, weird. Of, like, a person you, like, let's put ourselves in right. their shoes. A person you slept with, how many years ago? 20, 20 years, years ago. Yeah. Messages you and says, you come to my daughter's and wedding. And they're like, let's drop everything in Greece. In Greece. So you have to pay for your ticket. 
Yeah, I would just like one, just that whole thing in general, and then on the backside of that, them all just being like, "Yeah, we'll all be your dad." <laughs> it <laughs> they is. They were a little too chummy. It <laughs> is a little bit weird that all that happened in twenty four hours. That's, that's so they get there the yeah. day before the wedding, and then she gets married the following night. So I guess it was probably more like 36 hours, but she bonded with them so fast. I feel like she, Sophie, is um, not great at timing or decision-making. That's true, yeah. I, she really discovers herself a lot in this movie. She's better in the second one, more okay. more stable. Well, yeah. she's very but unstable. again, she is 20. <laughs> That is very young. Do you feel like this is the sequel to Karen from Mean Girls? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's way better in this. Like, she's way more um, smart. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you couldn't think of that word. Way more, uh, she's way more... Uh, What's that word what I'm thinking about when you got brains in your head? Uh, wait, we didn't get through... Did you have more other... Uh, more other? Did you have oh, more yeah. people for alternative... Um, there were two alternative, alternative casting. It's like there is a carbon monoxide leak in this office. <laughs> And our words we be getting, We should be getting better at podcasting, <laughs> yeah, not, not worse. worse. <laughs> there are two, two people who were, um, it was not guaranteed to be Meryl for Donna. And both of these two other people I could picture. But Meryl wrote a letter. <laughs> that was like eight years before this. <laughs> she didn't forget. Old Palladia didn't forget. <laughs> Palladia never forgets. Um, Name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is Michelle Pfeiffer. Who, Catwoman. What? She was Catwoman. Maybe. And Batman yes. Returns. She was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead Obviously. of playing this, Dangerous she played um, the mom, oh, I can't, Crab Tree or something, in Hairspray. So these two movies were being made at the same time, Hairspray and Mamma Mia. Uh, and she was Britney Snow's mom in that one who sings Miss Baltimore Crabs. I don't remember what her name is. Most of the words I don't Anytime know, except Mary for Hairspray. talks about musicals, it go, she could say anything. It's a musical movie. You, you talked about be. Hairspray earlier. It was just on a timeline basis. No depth to it. I have no idea who's in it or any of the names of the songs. Velma. That's her name. Great. I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is Olivia Newton-John. Who is Sandy in Greece? Greece, another movie I haven't seen, but I know parts of. Are you kidding me? I cannot believe he hasn't How seen Greece. How come we watched Mamma Mia and we didn't watch Greece? Is Greece a summer movie? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, it starts I mean, at the beginning of the school that's year. That's the Thunderbirds. Summer Loving. Mm-hmm. T Birds? Yeah. yeah. John Travolta. I, I, know, I truly I know the don't whole know. idea of the movie. I just don't. Oh, Ryan, but that one is actually really summer good. Summer Loving. Have me a blast. That one yeah. is really good. And all the singers are very good in there that There's a few problematic parts about it, but it was very progressive, I feel like, for the time. Because they addressed stage, a lot of hot stage button musical issues. made into a movie? Or? Probably. I don't know. It definitely went one direction or the other. <laughs> <laughs> It became both. So it was going to be Olivia Newton-John or Michelle Pfeiffer. I'm glad it was Meryl because they would have both. Would Olivia Newton-John, I felt like she would have been maybe a little too sweet. Mm-hmm. And Michelle Pfeiffer maybe would have been a little too, like, cold. Yes, I think I agree. Like, she has, yeah. like, yeah. a more of an edge to her. So, um, and then, have you guys, well, Bill Nye was in the running to Bill play Nye, one of the... Guy. Nope. Bill Nye. Bill Nye, you're saying the same word. No, we're not. (laughs) He was supposed to play one of the fathers, and I feel like he would have been so good. He's the the dad in About Time. Still, nope. He is um, the is Christmases all around me movies? guy from Love Actually. Oh, that guy. Still. And here's the here's the real kicker. Sam, instead of being Pierce Brosnan. 
was going to be Donny Osmond. No, ew. <laughs> Which I no. truly can't imagine. Vocally that would sounds... have been, I mean, Light it's not hard. Anyone you could have been Sam it's and it like would have been better. Boston had a stroke and then also didn't speak English. <laughs> Nothing and made still as... had to sing that day. <laughs> Nothing made as much sense to me as when I found out that he didn't know it was a musical. <laughs> <laughs> And then I read an interview where he said... shocking. He informed me how bad his singing was, and I still wasn't prepared for how bad his singing was. He said he sang for his family, um, (laughs) and even his housekeeper cringed. (laughs) Oh. And then he got voice lessons, and he said they don't complain anymore, so I think I'm getting better. And so this is him after voice lessons. Oh, boy. Yeah. Do you think the casting people at any point were like, did we make the wrong decision here? (laughs) One of the first people attached to that role um, was Antonio Banderas. Are you kidding me? Which would have been incredible. Even more international diversity. I would have loved that. I would have also loved that. I loved him as Puss in Boots in Shrek. Oh, well, he's also in Spy Kids. And And Zorro. And Mexico and And Zorro. Zorro And uh, you know know who we're talking about. Antonio (laughs) Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the way I said Deborah Wears Prada is how Pierce Brosnan sings. Same level of English. Um, do you want to know about a little bit of a cameo in the film? Sure. Tell so us. Is it someone from Broadway that I will not recognize? No. Or maybe a famous <laughs> choreographer? This will mean very little for you, but it is an interesting little factoid in that in the Dancing Queen scene, um, at one point, like when they're like running down the mountain, it cuts to a guy playing a piano on the boat. Okay. And it's like there for like 30, maybe not 30 seconds, like 10 seconds. He just plays this little riff on the piano, but you're like, why did they do this? It's because it's Benny Anderson from ABBA. And they oh. just put him in the movie and like let him have a cameo. And Bjorn, the other guy from ABBA, uh, is in the credits as like a Greek god or something. Oh. But I d- had never known that they had like little, they were from the band and they had little cameos oh. in the movie. It is very bizarre that the lady, Catherine, the lady who wrote the play and the, the movie, mm-hmm. she said, you know what I love? The songs of ABBA. You know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to make a play uh, set in Greece. Versus, mm-hmm. why not just do it in Sweden? I don't know. No just, beaches? I guess That's so. That's a good point. I don't, be a mountain I'm movie. not sure what her thinking was, but my first CD that I ever got was A-Teens, which is ABBA Teens. And it is teens singing ABBA songs. Wait, for so it's like so kids bop, but it's like teens, ABBA? but for ABBA? But you got to remember <laughs> that I was 12 when I got the CD. So, so you knew only, but you knew them as 18 songs. I knew them as 18 songs. songs, yeah. But I literally grew up listening to these songs. is a band is a, they're not songs? they're teenagers there's like 17 and 18 year olds but it's, it's like it's like any other teen band but it's a abba cover song what is band. the fascination and swedish with this teens swedish pop group they're like hugely famous i know a handful of abba songs but not like now you know a lot more oh, I know way too many <laughs> <laughs> i just like i really like i mean that was like my favorite cd it was my only cd for a while but like i loved it so much i still love it and now i like abba actually abba so you too, still so. listen to the, like the teen versions of these songs do or i you, still listen to or it? do you I listen mean, to i have it on my uh, on my iTunes. But wouldn't like the grown up version just be better? <laughs> well, <laughs> like the actual ABBA? Like when yeah. you listen to like a kids' Bob no. song versus the real one, you're like, yeah, the real one. Yeah, but what if you learned the kids' Bob version first? It does not sound like kids' Bob. Like it sounds as if, I don't know, I'm trying to think of any. I've just never group. heard of like, it's such a specific they, like, niche. Remade, right. They like remade the songs. So they sounded like pop, like pop songs, like present day pop songs at the time. 
incredible. I'd love to hear this it when was, we're done with this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I'll play it for you. Wow. It's it's not. I wouldn't say it's like great, but it is from the early two thousands. Like that was when it was super popular. But I grew up with this, so I can't imagine a world without ABBA in it because it's been around for <laughs> as long as I can remember. That's your testimony. It's so confusing to me that you didn't know all of the songs ahead of time because that was part of why I like the movie is because I like because they were grew up songs. listening to Dancing Queen. That and probably Mama would make Mia a huge a difference. And yeah, it makes it super fun. But it does make me much more angry when the guys like butcher the. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, like, Benny and Bjorn. Like when we like when you listen to all the Hamilton songs and then go see the play, you're like, oh, oh right. I love this. This is fantastic. But if you go in blind, it's a little harder. So it's a, it sure. was a little trickier. Okay. Although um, I don't remember which of the two. I don't know. The women of ABBA were not present in the movie making process at all, as far as I can tell. But I want to say it was Benny when Meryl went to record her big song at the end. Mm-hmm. He was there when she recorded it. And he said that she was uh, like a miracle. Like she was like so gifted. Ooh. And she sang the song. Meryl, Meryl is a miracle. She's a miracle. So well. she, she is. She's she the is best a, part of the movie. a true gift. All right. Well, let's give us some ratings. I do have oh, one final. It is, yeah, it's, you are it's just my. Today, it's my one final fact <laughs> because I found this out and I was like, oh, "Here's a crossover detail that my friends who are both designers will probably think is absolutely <gasps> Ooh, insane." And wait, the font for Mamma Mia is called Onyx, and it is the exact same font as Nirvana. Wow. Like the Nirvana <laughs> albums. Yeah. And those could not be more they different. They could not be more different. Wow. But I found that out and they had like had them side by side and I was like, oh my gosh. It means that, a whole it lot. It is exactly uh, the same in different colors. Did Mamma Mia's come first? Probably not. Because I mean, I'm even sure the that, Broadway like no, design? No, the Broadway uh, I think was, was like in 2000 yeah, or something. So like they stole Nirvana's font. So she stole Abba's songs, Nirvana's font. <laughs> <laughs> can you steal a font? Absolutely, you yeah. can steal a font. Well, it's not like you they didn't like the things. Disney font. The font is called Onyx. It's not called Nirvana. Oh. I think Nirvana took this font, and then Mamma Mia just also used the font. <laughs> <laughs> it just depends. Was Nirvana's font custom, or did they? Uh, uh, you know, no one do knows. some research. Okay. I'm going to sure. say she stole it. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Felida. Way to go, Felidia and Catherine. Felidia All right. Uh, Colleen, give us your uh, your Mamma Mia rating. I am going to go uh, 23 out of 30 men in flippers. Oh, 23 <laughs> out of 30. Okay. I can, I can get on board with that. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, we'll go one and a half out of three potential fathers. Okay. Oh, that's pretty good. I love that. So. That was good. I'm going to go 99 out of 100 Greek women running down the hill. <laughs> the only thing that could have made it better was Pierce Brosnan's better singing. Oh, That's it. That was the one a thing. A tale for the ages. A cinema classic. You made uh, it through, Ryan. I made it. Does anybody want to go to Greece while we're here? 100%. I will say that. Yes. want to go to Greece. It was beautiful. Like all the settings so and everything. Pretty. Yeah. The mountain she didn't get married on. It was gorgeous. <laughs> that was incredible. She got to ride up. Everyone else had to hike. She it did seem donkey. like quite yeah. the... Side saddle. Like even. when uh, Meryl was running away from Pierce, I was like, oh, it's a long run. <laughs> <That's> a <laughs> she's long got, she's she's got to right She did not pace herself well. No, but she did not. But once again, she is spry. She's 59. And she's... You know? And she's Meryl. She's mm-hmm. Miracle. Mm-hmm. Oh, Meryl the Miracle. Well, um, next week. Yeah. Uh, another hard right turn. <laughs> <laughs> we are, boy, if you are following us up this mountain, you better stay close. <laughs> this season cause... is a series of switchbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Colleen, what are we watching? The Great Outdoors. The Great Outdoors. Yeah. And it's it be is awesome. It is a good movie. It is very good. I can't wait. So, and we'll, uh, wait, before you guys go, make sure that you uh, rate, share. Oh, yeah. Review. Subscribe. 
Yeah. Email us. Follow us on Instagram. I know we're asking a lot, but is it just really if, if you could it's do not. one of them, it's like super easy to just give us fine. like a little rating. Just, just a little, a little rating. Like something. even one sentence write up if you're like interested. You, you know, yeah. just say how much you, uh, this means to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> be good. Why you love us. It means a lot. Uh, well, we love you guys. And thanks for joining us on we'll this episode. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Later. I'm 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 only never gonna listen to this this one. This episode is gonna this go straight to the vault. Sometimes I'll start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. Like an improv conversation. An improvisation.